ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, what is the connection between great problem-solving skills and resilience in sales? I'm glad you asked that question. And in today's podcast, we will cover this topic and I'll give you different clues how to develop develop strong problem-solving skills. But before we start, my name is Alan Meyer. I'm your host and Sales is Easy is a place where we try to demystify and simplify sales process to help you learn the formula to really overcome challenges that customers throw at you on a regular basis. And if you follow our podcast, uh, then you will know that we are very much focused on helping salespeople work on their resilience, more than objection handling skills, more than on the lead generation skills, because this is the topic that's not commonly covered in many sales trainings. I was lucky actually to deliver training on sales resilience on all six continents in over 40 different countries. And generally salespeople are coming to me after the training saying this is fresh set of fresh air, something new that I never thought I needed in sales. So I hope these small chunks in our podcast will help you trigger the idea, the importance of developing your resilience in sales. So let's begin. What resilience is? Resilience speaks to our ability to recover quickly from hardships that we experience in our sales lives. And when you have strong problem-solving skills, it speaks to our ability to look at problems comprehensively, break them down into pieces, and then find applicable solutions for them, of course, in a timely manner. More specifically, problem-solving involves the following five steps. First, we identify the problem that we have with our customers. Then we break the problem into more manageable parts. Then we generate possible solutions. And then, of course, we evaluate possible solutions for viability and selecting the most appropriate option to apply to the problem at hand. And last step is monitoring the results of the applied solution and generating and applying a new solution if necessary. So this is the theory, what theory says, the following five steps. But how can we develop this for sales role, for sales job, for sales situations? The link between the two is that the person with strong problem-solving skills becomes a person who is more resilient. And this is simply because the better we are at evaluating and solving the problems that arise in our sales career, in our sales day-to-day lives, the quicker we can recover from all the issues we face. And your ability to problem-solve helps you to quickly transition out of your circumstances and into the growth path. Now, how to develop strong problem-solving skills? In order to really become more resilient, we must learn to strengthen our problem-solving skills so we can better deal with obstacles we may face. So here are some ways how to develop problem-solving skills in our sales job. First, it's ask questions. 
Asking questions is one of the best ways to develop strong problem-solving skills because asking questions gets you to begin thinking critically. It is via critical thinking and asking analytical questions that person can truly get to the bottom of problems with your customers and then begin developing solutions for the situation at hand. Asking questions also ensures that the problem is accurately defined so that the correct issue can be addressed and you know exactly you can pinpoint what the problem is if customers say something like a very generic thing like everything is wrong like what specifically is wrong ask questions and you want to find what specifically is bothering your customers otherwise if they generalize oh you guys always try to upsell to us now what specifically bothers you what specific think you know you want to talk about it right anyway next point is gather information it can be easy to assume we already have what we need from our customers or the worst thing that we salespeople can do is we know all we need to solve problems because we saw that with other customers and uh, we know how to handle it and you know we we know all we need to solve problems and challenges that arise in our sales career or day-to-day job however and this is a big however, that often fails to be true, as you know, and leaves us ill-prepared and ill-informed. Don't work under assumption. Even if you know exactly what the problem is, your customers need to tell you that. Even if you know exactly what they're going to say, let them say it, because person who speaks up, uh, who says the problem, he or she owns the words. And you know, they will need to say to you, make customers say, gather information, ask questions and gather information. This means taking the time to maybe consult additional persons on a, on a customer's team or different sources for information, maybe internally, maybe externally, it does not matter. But a strong foundation is laid for the problem to be accurately defined. And once you define it, then you can burn, work on solving it. But this is where salespeople jump through, through speed up, basically. They go and they don't need to gather information. They know all the clients are very similar. We experienced it with this customer in this market and here's solution we found. Stop with that. Gather information. Make customers say it. If they say it, they own it. Next point is flexibility and adaptability. Whew, that's a tough one for many salespeople out there. It's easier said than done. But your ability to be flexible, it's an important skill to possess when it comes to problem solving because many sales problems often require pivoting when it comes to the application stage. And this means that as possible solutions are being weighed and even applied, one may realize that selected options are simply not viable and need to go with other options to more effectively solve those problems. This is what theory says, right? But it's all about if something is not working with your customers, what else can be done? What other approach can I take? How can I speak or find a way to, to communicate clearly with my customers in the same language, in the same way they appreciate it. And honestly, we, we should not care if it takes a seven or 10 steps or two or three months, as long as we got the deal. Sometimes, yes, we want to close it faster than usually, but if you're flexible enough, and my mantra is person with most flexibility wins the deal. So if you're flexible and adaptable to situation, that means you will weigh different approaches, different situations. It's almost like playing chess, basically, right? You think about your next, or, or not the next move, seven moves, moves down the road. But when you do that, then you realize that there are different options and you try to 
talk with your customer to, for them to choose the right option for them. Even maybe if you don't agree with that, if they find something useful, go with that. So flexibility is very important for many salespeople out there. And last point I have here is approach with positivity. This is what salespeople usually do, right? Uh, very often we approach problems with apprehension, negativity, what else, what now, right? <laughs> In our mind, like everything goes smoothly, customers are almost ready to sign, boom, there is another problem coming your way. And of course, there's some negativity in our mind happening. And this hinders our ability to clearly and open-mindedly address an issue at hand. We should realize, is it just an obstacle for sake of negotiating good price, good conditions, or is it really a problem? When we have a positive outlook, then we can approach issues with optimism. And then, which makes us more likely to actually find a viable solution. Believing that the challenge is an opportunity for growth and that the positive outcome can be achieved sets the tone, sets your tone for the ultimate outcome. You know that, right? Because you can learn something from each and every customer you meet, from each and every situation you face simply by learning from the situation, learning about people and learning about how to handle this unique situation. But if you have positivity in your mind, if you believe you can do it, you're going to be able to do it. You know, it sets a tone for the ultimate outcome to get your purchase order to close the deal. Now, let me just quickly repeat how to develop strong problem solving skills. Ask questions, then gather information, then be flexible and adaptable, and then approach with positivity. Why is this important? When we are people who are better equipped to solve problems, when we are salesperson who's fully equipped to solve any problems customers throw at you, we become salesperson who is more resilient because you have this confidence within you saying, no matter what customers throw at me, I have tools, I have knowledge, I have experience how to handle this to be able to close the deal. I resilient. Resilient is like a muscle we develop. It's not that you're born with it and you cannot develop it. No, it can be developed only if you know what you're doing. And having the skills we need, we all need to analyze issues, to generate possible options and apply solutions helps us build the same skills that help us become more tolerant of difficulties. It's not the end of the world that customers are delaying things, right? You're more tolerant of difficulties. And more importantly, you are able to recover from the difficulties we face with speed. It doesn't take you forever. So this is the point of developing your resiliency in sales. You're more tolerant to difficulties and you recover from the difficulties your customers throw at you with speed. And by doing this, active pursuit of activities and opportunities that will allow us to practice asking more questions in the sales arena, gathering more information from our customers, being more flexible and approaching problems with positivity will help you build better problem solving skills as a salesperson. And therefore, guess what? It will enhance your resilience. Thank you for listening and I hope you will subscribe to our podcast. This topic was all about the connection between problem solving skills and resilience. But if you have any further questions about this topic, feel free to reach out to me via LinkedIn or on our website, salesiseasy.com. And uh, I'm sure we can feature your question in the upcoming podcast. I hope you are now eager to learn more about uh, resilience in sales. And stay tuned, stay subscribed, and uh, I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. Thank you for listening, and this is Alan Meyer for Sales is Easy Podcast. Happy selling!
Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for The The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Electric Acid. 